next few months, we will be walking through the Psalms, picking out our favorite passages within the Psalms. As we walk through the Psalms, we will be focusing not only on what they say, but also how they are an expression of worship. We will see how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who He is and what He has done. We will point out the greatness of God and recognize His faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we are going to praise Him, learn of Him, and celebrate His goodness. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures. Hello, I'm Kim Miller of Women at the Well Ministries, and alongside me is Erica Close. And we are so excited that you have decided to spend these next few moments with us. And we are starting out our journey through Psalms in Psalms 1. And this podcast, I got to pick one of my favorites. And so Psalms 1, it is. Let us read that in their hearing, Erica. All right. Psalms 1, starting in verse 1 and reading through verse 6. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I love this. I love this from start to finish. But I can't ever start in the beginning. I always have to start in the end, that verse 6. I love that the Lord knows the way of the righteous. Because you think that means that the Lord knows your way. All of us that are righteous. He knows our way. And I love it because sometimes here on earth, it seems like people get by with everything. And sometimes you just feel like that, you know, sinners are winning. The devil is, you know, having a heyday. But verse 6 brings it all down to this. The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So what may look like things are going their way is going to come to an extreme halt. 
and they're going to go face to face with Jesus, and they are going to understand that when he said, be you holy for I'm holy, he meant it. Absolutely. And when he said, you must be born again, he meant it. Absolutely. So often it's so easy to to have it look like people are doing the wrong thing and winning and doing the wrong thing and succeeding. But, you know, those of us that are on, if we read this, we could say something like, you know, those of us that we know are on the winning side, we know that that's that's not going to work, right? We know that even though it looks like they're winning, the Bible makes it clear that that's not going to, that's not going to succeed. And what I also love about that is that it kind of just stops us in our tracks for just a moment. And what we begin to see is that, We think they're winning, and they may think they're winning, and it's not even just in the end that they lose, but the life here that they live is is like a rat race, and it's there's no joy, there's no peace, there's no light, there's no um, fellowship with Jesus, and there is no worse predicament to be in than to be without Jesus. You know, it's amazing to sit and think of what, you know, a life without Jesus really feels like. I mean, I have never lived as an adult without Jesus. I have never woken up in the morning and not believed that I had a God that loved me, that was going to care for me, that was going to carry me through my day, that had a plan for my life, that had a plan for my day, that was, you know, actively working to protect me and to bring about good things. I've never lived as an adult like that. And I praise God for that. I mean, holy cow. But, you know, I can't can't even imagine how empty that must feel. I truly have never lived that without him either. And I am grateful for what God has allowed me to be in his family for all of my understanding life. I was saved when I was five. And for those of you who think children don't get it, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Because I understood that that day, that if I died, I was going to go to hell. And that the only saving grace I had was found in Jesus Christ. And I thank him for that realization because it saved me a lot of heartache through middle school and high school and all the other phases of my life. And I came from a family where he was lived and exalted and magnified and spoken about. And as a result of that, I wanted what they had. And I think that what happens is Sometimes I know I do, and we talk about this sometimes together, Erica, that we do forget that there are people going through this world that they don't have that assurance when someone dies. And, and we don't think about that as much as they do. But as we begin to back up and start at the beginning mm-hmm. of Psalms 1, and we see that he says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I was spared that. And your turning to the Lord, you know, as a young person also spared you. But those of you who are listening 
regardless of when you gave your heart to the Lord, from that moment on, as you began to follow him and he changed you into who he wanted you to be by transforming you so that you wouldn't conform to the world, but that you'd be different than the world, have experienced that as well. And if you happen to be listening to us and you haven't experienced the grace of God because you haven't asked him, because he said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you are still living that rat race and you're still, you know, can't find peace and, and you just keep looking to the world and you look to booze and you look to drugs and you look to sex and you look to working yourself to death, but you're doing whatever you can just to fill yourself. And no matter what you do, you can't fill yourself up and you can't find that peace and you can't find that joy. What you need is Jesus. And the good news is he's not hard to find because he's not lost, you are. And the Bible says that for by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you're still hanging out with the ungodly because you haven't asked God to cleanse you, right now it's as simple as acknowledging that you are a sinner in need of a Savior and that he is the one and only true God. And then you believe in the name of the only begotten Son of God and who he is and that his sinless, spotless blood was shed to save you from your sins. And then you confess your sins and you ask him to forgive you of your sins. And Jesus will not turn away the heart of a repentant sinner. And you no longer have to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You're not getting your information from them. You're not getting your advice. You're not living the way they do. And you don't stand with sinners. You're not, you know, standing united with them. You have turned your back on sin by the grace of the Holy Spirit. And then it says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. We don't do that either. We're not bitter and negative but we speak with grace and we meet out our decisions and our choices and our words with mercy. And we also don't stand as stumbling blocks to sinners. We don't stand in their way to Jesus, but we shine the light of God through them. I love Psalms 1. I know you do. <laughs> I love if we move into um, Psalms 1 verse 2, it contrasts all of that. Uh, all of that that's in verse 1. It says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So instead of like taking counsel from the ungodly or hanging out um, in the same place as the sinners or um, sitting alongside the scornful, right? Those that know Jesus, right? Those that know the Lord are delighting in his law. They're delighting in his word. And in his, and in his law, he, they're meditating day and night. You know, I was studying this morning in um, Isaiah 26.3. Uh, I went to look at Isaiah 26.3, which is one of my absolute favorite verses. And I'm sure I'm not the only one here that when you just feel that you need a little bit of encouragement that you... Um, you just go back to a verse that you know well, and a verse that you know is going to give you um, that encouragement. So I was in Isaiah 26.3, and I just continued to read. 
And I read a verse that I know that I've read before, but it really jumped out at me at t- today. It said, it's Isaiah 26, 9. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. And this verse just says to me that we all sort of have this personal responsibility to make sure that the Lord's judgments, his truth, are out um, in the world and that they're out in our world. And we need to live them out in the world. Because when we live them out in the world, the other inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. They're only going to learn what it means to be right, what it means to be right with God by seeing people that are right with God live God's word and God's truth out in their lives. But I love that because that's the second part of that verse. But the first part of that verse basically talks about desiring the Lord with our soul at night, right? And desiring him with our spirit early in the morning. If we're going to live out the lives that put the truth of God and Jesus into the world, we've got to be spending time with the Lord multiple times a day, right? Day and night, just like in Psalms 1-2. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. I love that so much. And I love the fact that he says when we do that, that we're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. I like, I want to stop right there for a second. I love that doing what God asks us to do makes us fruitful. And you can just, you know, a plant thrives by the water. You can, it always has such wonderful soil and it has all the nutrients it needs. It gets plenty of water. And it, you can just see that this is like plant paradise. And when you live the way God asks you to live, you have all of the nourishment, all of the things that you need. You have perfect conditions to be exactly what he asks you to be and to bring forth his fruit. But I love that he says in his season, because sometimes if we are not careful, the devil will throw thoughts in our minds that discourages us because maybe we're not as productive for God as we were, or maybe we're in a season of learning or a season of rest or a season of transition or a season of waiting. You know, Jesus got in the boat and he went across the, the water to rest. And we need to do that. And sometimes we need to be in a season of prayer. I mean, we always have to pray. You have to pray without ceasing. But there are times in our lives when Women at the Well Ministries, for instance, has been far more prolific with being able to reach people. And then we had seasons where we were studying or waiting or dealing with God and letting him teach us and mold us. So I love that this verse also says, hey, if you're in a season, it's okay because greater things are coming. Greater things are coming. And I love that. I love that. It says, And his leaf also shall not wither, and, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. When we walk in the ways of the Lord, he blesses us abundantly. That's how we have the abundant life he promises in John 10.10. 10. And then he says, Therefore the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. So they don't prosper. And the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, of, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. We're somewhere else. 
The ungodly don't get to pick at us because when Jesus protects us, it's better than Teflon. Nothing sticks. And he totally guards us from the enemy. That, that armor of God thing, it is foolproof and fail-proof. I love it. Because we might think sinners are prospering, but their time is coming and they're not prospering. And don't be weary in well-doing. Because he said in your season, you're going to bring forth fruit. And he said, hang with me. That's what I see in Psalms 1-1. Hang with me and you'll be the best you can be. Absolutely. That's what I see. Absolutely. And that Psalms 1-6, I know we started there, but if we just come back to there, the Lord knows the way of the righteous. He knows your way. He knows my way. If you're listening to this message and you know Jesus, the Lord knows your way. He knows the order of the seasons in your life. He orders your footsteps. And if he knows the way, that's who we should be asking for how to go and what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be added unto you, Matthew 7, 7. Thank you so much for joining us in our very first podcast on our walking through the Psalms. We are so excited to be able to learn of him, to worship him, and to just exalt and magnify his name. Eric, it's been a great place to be. You want to pray us out? Our kind and most gracious, our Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the gift of being able to just play in the Psalms. I thank you, Lord, for the gift that it is to be able to have the opportunity to talk back and forth about the Psalms, to talk about the things that we notice and to talk about the things that we see. I pray, Lord, that you would be with all those that are listening. First of all, Lord, that they would be blessed by this program, but mostly, Lord, I just ask that you would help them to find the godly friends that they have that they can talk through the scriptures over, that they talk through the scriptures with, Lord, that they can talk over them. Lord, I pray that you would just be with all those that are listening and just draw them closer to you. Lord, that they would have more and more opportunities to be in your word and to see just how much your word impacts their lives. Lord, we thank you for loving us and for caring for us, for providing for us, Lord, and for meeting our every need. Lord, thank you that you know our way. Help us, Lord, to seek you and to follow after you. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you. And in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women of the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Friday evening and she's downtown. Everybody is wearing a
your soul She just knows whatever happens God is in control She's a happy girl